0: Welcome back guys! Oh my goodness, I can't believe it, we survived! We survived the battle of Winterfell and the light is dark and full of spoilers. Okay, seriously, I can't believe that we survived with like none of our big major favorites dying. Um, obviously, uh, Everybody's favourite varies But I'm sure that nobody really lost someone They really really love Like in this episode Like a lot of the B-list characters died Um but You know the A-listers The ones the main cast The people who like we want Will be like really really devastated To like die in this battle Did not die And I'm really surprised I'm really happy Obviously I'm happy I'm not like some You know Um like, uh, I'm not a, a sadist or anything. Despite what you might think of me watching the show, but I'm not a sadist. I'm a nice person. Okay, whatever. But that's the missing point. Uh, I, I'm quite surprised because like the people that we expect to die, people like okay for me, death predictions was grey worm, For Miss uh Miss Sunday, if the cribs were. Attack, I thought she might be one of them Various Tyrion Tyrion, actually no I always thought that Tyrion Have Had sufficient uh, Plot armor because he had to Take down Cersei and Like he and Jamie had I I was thinking actually he and Jamie were the safest in this episode Despite that the two of them have their arcs right Like they sort of Okay like Tyrion Tyrion didn't really have, like, he's not committed his art yet He's, like, falling majorly, he's failing majorly, but um, He's not committed his yet. yet uh, Jamie has, sort of, redeemed himself a bit, a bit Because after that, that whole, um, that whole uh, fireside scene in episode 2 Which, obviously, like, everybody in that fireside scene survived So, like, okay, if you, like, want to go to war just have a fireside series with Davos, with Tommen, with Podrick uh, These people are safe, just stick them like the whole battle Yeah, they are really really safe Anyway, um, yeah, and so none of, none of the people in the fireside scene died like, Uh, and that's good, cool. that's good Anyway, uh, just gonna go through like the battle formation before I get into the meat of the episode so, actually, in the first scene, the first, like, uh, scene, right, we have, we see the Raki, and behind them, the Ansaleed, and the Rocky are, like, um, like, in the front, the, with the front people, the front cavalry, and the Ansaleed are, like, the biggest group, and, but they're also, like, the, um, sort of, like, the, the next, next people. Then, behind them, in the wall, like, many, the gates are actually the other moment. And the are other people So uh, if they were to retreat They have to fall back And go into the gates The will be the one Who opens up the gates For them to retreat And um, The next The other people are Jamie and Brienne With The Knights of the Vale And also Come on Who else Let's see And also the um, The other people on the north Which is like the uh, The Night's nice Watch Correct The Night's nice Watch The Wildlings Tommen Ed, uh, Sam All these people Will be at like And Genji as well Will be at this Other side And Finally we have Arya Sansa And Sadavos On like the battlements So Davos' main job Is to like Signal them To light up the trenches So the trenches are full of like these kind of like spike, spiky things. Uh, so if the whites fall on them, and it's, it's fire, right? If the whites fall on them, they'll die. Uh, so the and John's job is to like light up the trenches, and so Davos will signal them from the wall, to, like light up the trenches. And in the crypts uh, are very Tyrion and the women and children. So we start off like that, and so when uh, Sandra comes, like. Like a lone rider comes riding through Melisandra by herself And she comes in So Davos kind of like sees her and tells people to Tells them to like open up the gates And she goes to the Dothraki people the, And then she asks Sir Jorah uh, Anyway Jora is like with the Dothraki as, as per usual um, Because you know, the and stuff And he's leading them and he's with Ghost A good boy A really good boy A good boy he didn't get He killed Yeah and Who else uh, Yeah So she asked him "Do you speak their tongue And uh, Of course she doesn't speak the, Their language uh, And he Sort of says Yes I do Then Asked him to Raise up the swords She does They do And uh, She goes to them And she sets them on fire And after that She kind of like writes down the line And she meets Tansalit And she's exchanges Like uh, Bala Mogulis With Grey Worm And he's like Bala Nocharis And You know It's like a, It's an exchange Like you know A weird kind of thing Like I think people By then will be thinking Oh my god We were screwed But honestly we, Honestly right Like None of us Thought that any of them Was safe We all thought that everybody had a chance of dying in this episode. So like yeah, it doesn't matter whether she says that to him because like I thought he would be screwed anyway. But anyway like the first like tension episode it was really like it was really tense. Like honestly a so silent. It was silent to the point of like nothing's happening like really really but it's it's a very creepy way very kind of silence. And um oh yeah I and I sort of missed out another group. Another group will be Dion with the iron ball Protecting Brand In the God's Word Tree so, so like You know tree boy Little tree boy He's, he's always been there Since 6 see, uh, Season 7 Season 8 So he Yeah he goes back to his tree And he'll be bait for Our Our dear Icicle man Ice cream man Edon. Uh Yeah And so the Midrachy yeah Flaming lit swords Oh thank God For the fire like, seriously because like we could see nothing Like I'm sure all of us Like everybody collectively said Thank God for Melisandre and the fire Thank you, thank you Thank you, thank you a lot for the light Because like we needed that fire to see like everybody And so finally they Yeah they lit up the torches And uh, they they um sort of like go through the first attack And so after the first attack uh suddenly their torches all went out like silently went out one by one and it was silent again and so you know uh Danny and John uh Danny could see what happened and she uh immediately came immediately she came uh went on mounted dragon and you know that's the uh sort of that line in the in the film where like John's like the night is, the night king is common and she's like, they are right here. Uh, and she wants to protect her people. I mean, obviously, because these are her people. Like, the Dojaki are her people. And, yeah, and when that happens, as well, like, okay, so the thing is about the episode is that everybody is like, there's multiple, like, focal points. So there's John and Danny, Theon, and the Greyjoy, and, uh, protecting Brand, uh, the Unsullied, the Walling army, uh, and... Am I missing out anybody? No, I don't think so. Yeah, and was obviously. Uh, and Diana and her her troops. So it's like kind of everybody's like scattered everybody everywhere, and like most of the time they we were together, but then like sometimes they're like apart. So anyway, uh, when that happens, when the first assault happens with the the Doth- uh, it's very hard to see that game at least I don't have to see that anymore. So, so Arya asked Sansa to to uh, go down to the crypts and she, the cutest line that ever happened like you know when she gave him when she gave uh Sansa the dagger. At first I thought it was a cat paw dagger, but then like Arya will do something with the cat paw dagger later on in the episode which we are, we are all are also excited about. Um But So I'm I'm, re- I'm pretty sure That wasn't the Catspaw dagger So uh, It was the Dragon glass uh, Dagger that Um Gendry was making Oh And Gendry himself Is with uh, I think with the Mowling army If project So yeah Good luck Confident Looking at the Both of them Anyway So Arya g- Gets Sansa To like Go down to the crypts To keep herself safe And she's like Um she says to her as a parting words, "Stick it with the pointy end." Cause like, so it's like I don't know how to use them, how to use the dagger, and then she's like sticking it the pointy end. It's like, oh my goodness, that is so sweet. Like, you ever watched? It's what John taught her. And It's so cute. But it's like a throwback to like you know the first episode and stuff like that. And like uh you know, and I think it's the first time when we have um any indication what what's to what's to come. So. Basically, they start fighting Once that first assault happens They start fighting immediately And uh, the whites are really, really aggressive And, you know, they're all like They're all zombie people It's like Walking Dead in Game of Thrones Even though I don't really have like a Like a very clear understanding of Walking Dead I have not watched the show yet I know I should, but, you know uh, I'm pretty sure that, that is what it looks like Because, like, I see the trailers and stuff like that so the walking dates in Game of Thrones and like you know they're all crazy and then they start fighting and fighting and uh first like like Brienne says to the knights of the veil, stand your ground, stand your ground and then Um but in the end she has to say to to them fall back and uh, they retreat back into the castle. Then they retreat back into the castle and uh it was like, Okay, let's protect the retreat and You know, meanwhile Davos is like trying to signal to Danny and John to like light up the trenches because like that's their job like to find the Night King and also to light up the trenches but the thing is there was a huge blizzard and they can't see through the blizzard they can't see the diamonds oh no what's gonna happen and like um they shoot the arrows uh so that was like say okay there's no point uh we have to like do something uh, they try to shoot the arrows they then suddenly try to like light up the trenches by themselves they're not lighting because the, the blizzard is too strong like the blizzard on the ground and in the air as well both was scoring the uh, vision and as well as um sort of like making the making sure that the trenches can light up. So they couldn't light it up. Uh, not if... because like Danny can't see through to the visit And suddenly, like Grey Wolf has like this. Sh- oh my goodness! Thank God for Grey Like he has like sh- the cute the most like acute like brain and he like immediately uh calls upon like Melisandra like through the like eyes and stuff and then like, she sees Melisandra and like he says to her, Okay, let's like ask uh like they sort of exchange a look and then he gets his guys to like protect her. Uh, protect her and then like the kind of like form that like, is uh like I don't know like a human kind of shield and she she walks up to the trenches and um she starts cleaning like, them up and then she prays to the, the her lot of the light and she says the prayer of the trenches, and suddenly, the whole thing lights up. And like, thank you, Lemon Mel, again for like this that that scene. Like, I can finally see it again. It's like, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, and like, and it, they're sort of safe for now, kind of. And that's good about it. Uh, and you know, like while that's happening. There's multiple other stuff happening as well, uh, and like Theon and Brent have a have a little like kind of like exchange, and they say like uh, um Dion is like I'm sorry and stuff like that. the just Brent and Brent's like uh you know everything you have done has brought you back here home, and then there's that line in the trailer that we hear, and you know they say I'm gonna go. I'm going And like he So like morphs Like he sort of like um Walks into the ravens to, to a three-eyed raven And like So like I think It's sort of like Sending a message To the Night King To like Come after him Like I'm not too sure about that um But like Because the thing is Like Bren Brand is branded With the mark Of the Night King So that the Night King Should know where he is they sort of like I don't know, Harry Potter and, like, the Scar thing, right? But, yeah, he sort of, like, has to alert the Night King to the presence. I don't know. And, but he's, the, the thing about Bran is, like, he's out the whole episode and, like, we don't know what he's doing. Like, he's just, like, he's, like, totally, like, you know, in, like, I don't know, some people call it, like, Pornhub, you know, Westeros edition. And, like, uh you know, maybe, you know, He's like Like the rest of us He can't see what's happening So like He's like Concentrating very hard That um, He can see the battle From his wheelchair And he wants to get into the action Because like You know Bran Brent as a kid He was always like Wanting to get into the action And stuff like that But he's You know now he can't So like Yeah He's like making sure that things You know Go, go to plan and stuff like that Yeah Who knows And What happens um, In the crypts Down in the crypts um, Tyrion and Sansa have a very cute little accommodation. I think they're they're part of part in that in that sort of like uh sequence, right? In in this whole episode. It's more of like a comic release I I think. Uh not exactly lah but um It's more of like a hearted uh until shit hits the fan. Which like all of us were predicting that will happen. Uh anyway, so Tyrion is like uh like with Sansa And talking to her And it's like I think Sansa starts saying Like Oh the, the thing we should do now Is not be hero We can't act like heroes uh, we, we have to Like look the truth in the face And Tyrion Tyrion's like um, You know Maybe we should stay married And Sansa's like uh, You're the best of them <laughs> Tyrion Tyrion says that's a terrifying thought Because like Yeah it is Because like You know who she's married to Renzi Volton And uh, Sort of like Engaged And like betrothed to Joffrey uh, Her lovers have not been good Except for Tyrion Yeah Tyrion has been like The, the only Decent Guy In like Her whole entire love life And Dion. I guess Sort of like I mean he's he, They were never official already, Or like Even, like, hinted at together But they were good friends Yeah, and there was a very cute exchange And she says Oh, we we, we would never have talk Because, you know, you and your dragon queen And Sunday obviously takes offence Because, you know, that's a girl That's Danny's a girl Um, You know, as as frustrated as I am with Danny Like, I still still like her in a sense Like, and I don't know if I can be If... Because I've been watching like Seasons 1 to 5 Like right now uh, To like recap Before this whole Whole um, Like watching of season 8 uh, And I don't know if Danny is as likeable as She could be she, if, I don't know if she could go back Into that likeable Person that she was For me in the These Like previous seasons My rewatch Like I was watching, was watching her Like in seasons 1 to 5 And She was really Really very like Likeable And I like her a lot And Ever since season 7 I think Where I sort of Like caught up in real time The episodes I sort of caught up The episodes in real time I haven't liked her as much I don't know why Like Like in season 6 And you know Like And below Like Like before Um I think she was much more likeable But I Still think that Despite all that Even though I'm like Sort of like Anti-Danny for now Um the people that she makes us with and the, people that she, the fascists that she formed know they are people that she sort of like freed from their chains and they are really very loyal to her, and that's very really nice to see. Like, even though um, obviously I'm really really team Sansa and I'm really team stuck, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to see that. And speaking of starts, uh while the whole battle is happening and all the dogfights happening. We follow one area stuck into like uh, a horror movie, which is like so cool because like okay, honestly for battle scenes, right? uh basically for me, I don't like watching dog house and battle scenes. Like okay, even though I have like a lot of rings, like come like that, don't that go with lot of the rings and stuff like that. I battle scenes have not been my favorite. Because like Everybody's just fighting And fighting And like uh, You know you get better of Like even though like, they, sh- they sort of like Try to break up the tension With like different people And stuff like that In this episode Like And they sort of Focus on different people And they focus on like The Crips And the different groups of people Like Theon And Brand And they did a good job of that But for me Even like Watching in a few Minutes of Dog Pulse, I I get tired Like Yeah better of immediately like because like you know you just see like the people like the zombie people yeah so we follow Arya and like she's fighting and she's fighting and like you know there's one one moment where she's fighting and the like looks up at her and you can totally see in his eyes like I need to adopt this child like he you know, you know in Tumblr we have this kind of like like um uh, this running joke of Davos being like the the dad of everybody who's like broken and like doesn't have a dad and often and I guess like Arya will be have we be often lah cause she's you know that stuck and Kathleen and all all these people are, uh, her parents are, are dead even though she's like a grown woman by now. Uh she can take care of herself and stuff like that. Proven over and over and over again. Uh you know maybe Davos needs to like love that little Girl, in front of her, the counting. Yeah, but when she sees her, he's so impressed. Like he's like looking at her. Like they're are fighting and like he just takes one at her and she's like, oh my goodness, Arya. Like counting because she like takes off. She like so sort of, like like breaks out of her weapon because her her weapon actually is like one long stick, and like it's like the kind of like Star Wars um stick where the uh it can be detached and stuff like that. And so she detaches digest, her weapon and like she killed like Swings it around and stuff like that she like Able to like um, She's able to like Fight with both hands and stuff like that And yeah it's very really cool to see that <laughs> But in one uh, Instance she's fighting and fighting right And the She hits her head in the on the wall and like she's injured And so like no, after that she's kind of like out of commission. Stuff like that. She's not hundred percent. Besides, she's also getting very worn out. Stuff like that. Then we see like the hound, and he's like terrified. He has PTSD. The poor little guy okay he's not a poor little but he's like the poor guy he's so frightened he's scared and um because of the fires and stuff like that and he says we can't be there uh but you know Barry don darren is there and he says to do the how and say tell her that and he points at Arya, who's was like killing off so many whites at the same time and You know, like the whole like totally lives in the action and She's so impressed by her and like, you know, he went He used to say, oh my god, that's my girl, that's my baby girl I have to like save her and stuff like that It's so cool mm. So the next scene that is really really sad is um Liana woman dying So technically actually I was kind of expecting we were expecting deaths Like But For Liana to like You know I Sort of like Was kind of like Oh my goodness Because she's like Our baby Our You know Little, little fierce Northern lady She's the most cool Little child To ever To ever like You know Be that fierce And Cool yeah I can't say the word cool enough about her. She dies. She's like the second death because she's after that the the guy um honestly I don't remember his name because I'm quite bad at names and stuff like that. Yeah but she dies and taking down a freaking giant. So it takes down it takes a giant to like kill Liana other woman. So cool, good but before that she we can hear her screaming to her troops uh, to like scream out orders or something and she's really in the thick of it and she's really doing a really really good job but she sort of like has a David and Goliath woman and Goliath won but David takes her down and you know little Liana moment takes that giant huge guy down and yeah and then we cut back to the castle in of Interfell So Iris like sticking around the library with the whites and Oh my goodness, it was so creepy that that scene was like super from like a horror movie. I'm like, oh my goodness, am I watching like Game of Thrones, uh, Metal scene or am I watching like a horror, like a, some kind of weird horror movie? I mean, like watching Wolf that's cool. I mean, they do have, they are ice zombies, so but they're still zombies, so why not, right? Why not have like a zombie horror flick kind of thing? So she like sort of uh she's bleeding from her head and Arya uh does the whole uh you know show the book somewhere and make some noise so the zombies will go after that and um and yeah let's let's move and she meets up with uh the hound and beric and, and the, the the Whites are But the Whites follow her And they're totally mad and angry And Oh my goodness That's the like Really really sad part Where we lose our dear Beric Donarian Because like He dies protecting the Hound and Arya And he was like you were trying to get Like Arya to safety And Beric Is like a barricade To like the doorway And the hound The how the, the, the whites are like Totally Like Slicing him to bits Oh my god I don't think like the lot of like can, can even like Even if he saves him Then he has to save him At least like 5 million times more Because like he, He's been stepped into In how many Like I don't know how many Internal organs are being Like sliced and diced through And finally it's like It's almost like A messianic kind of figure Because like he's like You know Spread his arms across the doorway, that little doorway, so that, you know, they can get to safety. And, and then, Beric sort of, like, dies, and Arya like, so sad, and, you know, once, once she was, she was on his kill list, as something like that, uh, she, she, he was on her kill list, and, you know, now, she really said for him, you know, And Suddenly Like Out of nowhere Like Out of freaking nowhere Freaking Red woman Valisandra Like appears And she says Uh He has fulfilled his purpose And stuff like that And So like The Beric's purpose of like Reviving so many times Is actually to like Protect Arya in In the last Like oh my god This Stark kids Are freaking privileged Like Hodor's purpose Was to, like Um Save Uh brand, And like Uh, uh The barracks the purpose Was to save Arya Like They are freaking privileged To have like These guys Like These bearded Uh Big guys To like You know Come back Many many times okay, I guess like That on didn't really come back But You know His His Fate was sort like, of set up to like save brand and uh Arya's fate I mean Arya and Arya's fate and Barracks were like, you know, sort of tied together at the same time. And yeah, and when the Sandra sort of like tells Arya, what oh, do we tell the God of Death? Uh and she says not to the, uh, You know, first first thing she says uh no I know you and I was like Yeah You told me I was going to close the, uh, Red Brown eyes Green eyes And blue eyes I was like Oh my god The minute she says blue eyes I'm saying Okay I was going to do like Something really really cool She's going to do Something really cool And you know There's sort of wrestle, Like you saw that push When we say To the god of death Not today I was like She is going to do Something really really cool I know it For like I knew it That kind of thing And Sort of She stomps She like Sort of like Runs off And we don't know Where she's running to But You know it's sort of like I sort of have that, that feeling That I know Where she's running to And Then we We kind of like Go back to The Okay While, while that's all happening With Arya and stuff like that uh, John and Danny Actually are In the Air With with uh, the dragons And they have that The epic like Dragon battle In the air Like honestly Like everything else Is so cool Like if Arya Like that That I I sort of like Skim over Like the rest of things Like the fighting Is the fighting And like Jon and Danny Like They They sort of set up uh, Them To Pit against The Night King Because obviously The Night King Is like uh, The one riding Viserion The His ice dragon and So like, They have like literally The dance of dragons In like The sky uh, Where when they are like Fighting the, the dragons are fighting each other And Finally Like he He sort of like let, He lets go And he drops to the To like To the, to the ground And John Stowe is like Wanting to cut, Sort of like Kill him And He walks up to her To, to him he reanimates the freaking dead Oh my goodness Like oh my god Like Can you believe it The guy is so irritating Like It's it's kind of like When you're in the game And then You're like Almost like in that 1% And The freaking Like boss Of the boss battle uses a freaking full restore It's so annoying He like Then he gives him that smirk and uh there's I'm not sure if that scene occurred before or after, but Danny sort of opened eyes on him on him with uh Drogon and he like she thought like she had him for a minute but then he came out with his hands upright and like smiling at her and smoking at her that little Oh my god, it's like he's so annoying he can't be killed, like literally can't be killed at, at all by the two of them. And So John has to like contend with the dead And like he has to kill Like And you know these guys Like who are like On the ground fighting For like the whole battle They are really so battle-worn And like You, you know When they see the dead Pressing up They think they're thinking, like Oh my goodness We are going to lose the battle like, How Like It's really on the losing end They really feel the impact Like it's really on the losing end And so that, So that That kind of like transition is transitioned into Like these people are like almost gonna lose and like really, really at the eleven hour eleven I don't know like the eleven uh the one hour and 49th minute I think so we have like that this really cool like slow mo shot with like you know uh everybody has to try to get to Bran because like the night king is on the ground and he's like we tried to use Dragonfire fire at him and we tried to kill him like but he reanimated the date and. So his dragon is here And like John has to go Through the dragon To like Go To make sure that brand. He doesn't get to Brand, And he's almost Getting to Brand, And it's like A slow Slow motion Of people like Trying to kill Like getting Knocked out Getting Trying to kill Like us Poor little Samuel Tully, uh, Crying on the battle Who like Oh my goodness And You know like People fighting Everybody's still fighting But they are honestly gonna lose uh and I still can't believe that they're still fighting and the did get reanimated in like the crypts okay like yeah I totally missed up that part but you know and so Tyrion and Saza have like you know fight them and he kisses her hand and she they have to fight Date the crypts and finally um you know uh He's walking And he's walking towards Bran And you know John can't make it die Danny is You know In the ground And Jogon is like on, Jogon like sort of left her Because he He got overtaken by all the whites And And they like And like almost like 100 whites are on him And he You know she he sort of abandoned uh, Danny So Jora went to save her And There are two or their families side. To the side. So like nobody can get to Brand. and suddenly like the Night King is in the real boat. Dion finally like Try to set up to the what to the Night King, like try to like um attack him but he like kills Dion. And finally like they have this like epic stare down battle with the Night King and Brand, and it was like so good Oh my god I, I couldn't believe it. It's so, so 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 good Because You know It's culminated To this moment I And the music interplay And stuff like that it was amazing Like I love that That kind of scene With like Red and like King And everything So tense And so cool And finally Okay I'm finally Gonna stop saying finally Finally At last At last aria Stuck Aria freaking stuck comes in with the dagger, and she plunges it, tries to plunge it into his, to him, and you know it doesn't go through, and she does the dagger switch, and she kills the night King. Oh my god! I can't believe it! I still can't believe it! I can't believe like it. it has been like two days after this, after the whole episode and I'm still like so really from the shock of like seeing the Night King being killed by Arya. It was so delicious to watch. Really really it is. Um and just when everybody thinks they're going to be screwed, I will start feel, feeling safe today. And it was so amazing to watch. So you it's really really amazing for me to watch this little girl. Uh mature and blossom into this amazing killer yeah it's weird to say that um, they i like it but i really do because at the heart of who she is at the heart of who she is aria has always been someone who she yes she um wants to like she sees death and she has this obsession with death but it's because of her trauma it's because as a character, she's lost her parents, and she's young. She lost her brother. It's very traumatic for her, and the way that she um tries to um sort of deal with it is to really to go into the heart of it and to emerge as this killer and to like to be to really exact revenge in her own way. And also maybe as a personal note for myself, I enjoy this character because. Um, she is a tomboy, which is something that I can relate to growing up, uh, having all these male interests, having all this, um, like uh, not as feminine as that, that stereotypically pretty girl, um, like not knowing how to flirt, that kind of thing, like not even being in touch with my family and self at all for the longest time, even until very recently. Uh, i've never been interested or wanted to be a girl that kind of thing even though i look like a girl and obviously i am a girl yeah i was always a tomboy the only thing i always I always tell my friends like the only thing that uh i is different between me and a and a guy uh, growing up was uh i've always guy interests except for sports and women so I definitely really like guys, I definitely don't like sports But everything else that a guy likes, like um, like The books, the TV shows, the superhero characters uh, All this sword fighting stuff I loved it, um, Pokemon, computer games I was always that kind of like girl who is Relates to guys Better than I relate to girls Until Like recently uh, When I'm Obviously now As a woman As a grown woman You know We kind of like Sort of diverge from that Path And Yeah Not to make it too much about me But It's something that At the core of myself I really relate to Arya. And For me You know another thing that about her is she's not that that muscled um, big strong guy saving the day like for all his high jokes Jon Snow is a guy and he's very like impressive you know when he's like in his first or like uh, fighting like a hundred whites, he's very impressive as a guy and he looks like a male stereotypical male strong hero and Arya is like very five feet and she's like, what? 90 pounds soaking wet she's small, she's skinny she's scrawny you would never expect her to kill the white walker to kill kill the the night king but she did and that is so great to see because like as someone who's also small and skinny and like little it's really nice to see that as well. Um that the small person, that the female person in this world, all these things have said much against her because she's not as tall, she's not as pretty, she's not as you know feminine as, as Sansa. Uh she's not someone that you look to uh for her looks. But she wins the battle. She kills the night walk, night king. And she saves the day And it's so great to watch Because This is a character trope We have never witnessed In any fantasy series Like we've seen Tiny men win the day We've seen um, I don't know Like mostly men win the day But we've never seen A female A tomboy Someone who is Stereotypically um, Different Win the day Or the undog Like Remember in other fantasy series Toki, Tolkien Ahem Aowyn Yeah Like other fantasy series The writers will like Write off these Tomboy characters as Or oh, um You'll be okay Like once you find love Once you find the right man You'll grow off your uh, Tomboyish ways And you'll go and uh, Become a woman And you you become a healer Or something like that You know Something more traditionally female Yeah Whatever Yeah and and that's like totally ridiculous because, like, the person that you are, you know, you're not supposed to like sacrifice the person that you are. It's because to like to fit into society standards, you're supposed to be like, you're supposed to love yourself like for who you are. And oh my goodness, like why am I getting the tension Like yeah, but it's really really true. You're not, you like like. It's really annoying to see um, Girls and Women being told to like Grow up and you know Become like More feminine and Or even like Stop being more Not stop being feminine uh, Or like to To be shamed for who they are uh Like even in C.S. Lewis uh, When Susan grew up She became a woman And stuff like that And You know if she was like so sort of ashamed For being like Uh being interested in silks and fashion and stuff like that. And you know, like whether you're a girly girl or a tomboy or, or whatever you are, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. Honestly, really, doesn't matter. Like the right person you should be is really the person that you know you've always been. And I'm glad that we have this. Prime example of a female character, a strong female character who has stayed so, so true to her roots and someone that we can be so proud of and to hold off as hold off as a beacon of like hope for us. And yeah, and there's always been there's been an outroar uproar of like people like the ones who are not cheering for her. But they're actually saying that she's a Mary, so she got it too easy, and I'm like, seriously, guys, like, I, I do, do you do not read her character progress from like season one until now, from like, book one until now, like, do you not know that you know, like, stop telling her like she she can't be who she wants to be, that kind of thing, and like, you know, it, it kind of cheeses me off like um that these straight white men have to have to have this kind of say against a woman like um like sit down your argument's invalid uh you don't deserve to be to be heard lah like honestly uh it's really invalid because she's not a Mary Sue. she's not someone who like gets gets it easy she was you know she's a hero because she really fought for the right stuff and you know at the end of the day she Killed him Because He was also Gunning after her brother And because John always Because of the two brothers John has always Set like, up the premise We had to kill the Night King And he planted that in her head And she She goes with the Intention that Any one, any one of us Can kill the Night King The second thing is He was going to kill her brother What else should, What else Is she going to do Like Sit down there And wait for Someone to save her Or wait for John To like Scream down the dragon And like With his with his voice and like, save, like, Brand, like, no, she will kill she'll kill anybody to like, to, to save her own to, to, um, to band together with her pack Brand is pack Brand is her own and, you know, at the heart of it that's a start, that's a that's who Arya is her entire journey has always been linked to a family it's always been linked to John, to Brand, to her parents her parents are the reason why she, like, started her list, like, the the first people who killed her parents, and who killed, um, that, um, who killed her brother, they are the ones who are in the list, Cersei, Joffrey, Elian Payne, The Mountain, Waterfrey, these people are the ones who targeted the Starks. Arya of all of them, besides Sansa, has been the one upholder of honour. And you know, it's so good to see that. And yeah people who like say, you know, who are anti Aria and stuff like that, your arguments valid, move on, yeah, go get a life and yeah. And I'm just glad that I'm in mean, this fandom and we get to see women get to see women uh really shine in this, in this fandom, no matter who you are and maybe women who are not as um, good and we can see them being taken down as well by women, hopefully like we get to see really really bad women like Cersei, um, okay mostly Cersei and she's the biggest threat like going forward after our dear Mr. Ice Cream Man is dead uh, but Yeah We get to see women in all shapes and sizes And all shapes And sizes And all shades of colour And stuff like that And it's great to see that And I really really can't wait For next episode When they finally take out Take down the The biggest possible Which is Our dear Cersei Lannister May she die In the hands of The Valoncar